0: Now here's your host John Frenay with this week's local business spotlight. We're here at Forty West Street in a
1: bright green building with Jason Cherry and who is the owner of Mission Escape Rooms in Naples. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having Good. me. It's Good morning. Been a while. We ran into each other at the boat show. I guess I, w- I would say last year, but it you know last year doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, it was two years ago, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's been a while, but we wanted to jump into Mission Escape Rooms and just learn about. What this is and about you and every everything else, and you've got just an incredible backstory. Um, you are you're a local guy, right? I mean, you were
2: born and born, born and raised. Yeah, yeah, uh, born and raised in Davidsonville, but i have always had an Annapolis presence. Uh, graduated from Annapolis Area Christian School in okay. 2014. Um, went to their middle school campus off the of best gate as well. And uh, downtown Annapolis was always the place to come and hang out. 14. We're in 21 seven,
1: so we're going. You're like 29, 25. Twenty-five. Okay. See, my math math is not my thing. So you're twenty-five. Okay, and you know you've got the career, from what I understand, of a seventy-year-old at this point. <laughs> uh, you race cars
2: professionally. Professionally in 2014 and 15 for Mazda Nissan. And what kind of cars were they? Were they? So they were sports cars. I drove open-wheel cars in USF 2000, um, and then also drove in Pirelli World Challenge. It was a touring car category. Okay. You
1: have established a foundation siblings of autism correct yeah and uh siblings
2: of autism you have an autistic brother or sister i do my older brother matthew who is now soon to be 30 um oh, uh, is on old, the guy. Spectrum. old guy <laughs> old guy yeah he was adopted at age three we have a five-year difference between us so i was born into a family where there has always been autism and what what does siblings of autism do So when I was racing uh, in Pirelli World Challenge, I was also working with the Autism Society of America, hosting different children on the spectrum at the racetrack. Um, And it was just, you know, working with their national boards, speaking at different conferences. And while working with the ASA, I came to realize that that they do really great work for those on the spectrum but that those that are um, not on the spectrum the non-ASD siblings are very quickly being overlooked and so i started working with them to establish a an outreach program and then a scholarship program the whole goal was to drive funds to the non-ASD siblings to be able to go to college what can happen very quickly is that When families do not receive the the federal and state funding, all the funding goes to that child on the spectrum and the the non-ASD are being overlooked and it's directly impacting their ability to go to school. So I established Siblings of Autism in 2016, I believe off the top of my head. Um, 2016 and every year, I personally fund $20,000 in scholarships. That's awesome that's awesome we'll make
1: sure we put the link to that in the show notes on this but and it's very similar to uh, I know wellness house um, which deals with cancer over off of forest tribe and spa road they believe that there's yes we can we can deal with cancer and with the patient and the person that's suffering from it but there's so many other far-reaching things the family how does the you know how does the sibling of of somebody that has cancer, the parents, the child, whatever it may be. And that they do a lot of support on that. So that's probably very similar with uh, siblings of autism. Absolutely. So makes-
2: and, and so this is a national campaign. Um, what we've been doing is compiling a bunch of information with the ultimate goal of being able to release a book. So our first year was Uh, the blessings of autism or the gifts of autism rather. And so we collected a bunch of information, um, really speaking towards, you know, the gifts, right? Um, all the great things, you know, the person that I am today because of my brother, Matthew, the second campaign we ran was the realities of autism. We wanted siblings to talk about the difficult times. Um, and what it actually looks like in the household, uh, which I could certainly speak towards that as well, because uh, there was plenty of it. Matthew was the Tasmanian devil at one point and uh, is wonderful today, but it was very challenging going through adolescence. Um, and then the third year we ran a hashtag autism is um, that was meant to be one powerful sentence as to what autism is to that individual. Um, and then our last year that we ran was uh, asking siblings to design the front cover of a book. Um, And so the goal is to take the gifts, the realities, this strong, powerful sentence to be the, you know, the header of of each chapter, and then to have this front cover to be able to ultimately compile this and release this information. Wow.
0: Man.
1: And, you know, to top it off, also, I understand that you yourself suffered uh, a
2: from cancer at one point. Yep. Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, So I opened uh, mission escape rooms in Annapolis in May of 2016. Uh, About a month and a half later, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. I underwent five rounds of chemotherapy uh, followed by several weeks of radiation at Hopkins. Um, I've been in remission now for about four and a half years. Well done. Uh, Well done. Hoping to stay in it.
1: (laughs) Kicked its ass. Yes. But okay. So five years mission escape rooms right here at 40 West street in Annapolis. Mm -hmm. Why? how, How do you, how do you make the jump from racing foundation starting and, well, you weren't beating cancer at that point, but you were in the middle of this. But how do you make the jump into Mission Escape Rooms? Well, how did this all start? I think
2: what I had learned in racing is that the driving component was about 10% of the job. Um, the remaining 90% was securing marketing funds, uh, doing a lot of PR outreach, and I loved working for myself. Um, I loved the hustle. I love going out into the world. I, you know, When I was getting out of racing, um, I started working for Merkle Marketing. Uh, which was at the time the largest privately held marketing firm thought that I wanted to pursue corporate America and very quickly realized that I wanted to kind of do things bigger and faster. And kind of, I guess I kind of tied in with the, uh, with the racing, everything was yeah, always yeah. go fast, um, wanted to work for myself. And so we, as a family had gone to escape room live down in DC, that was their very first location. It was in the basement of a Starbucks, got absolutely nowhere in the room, but had a ball. And so we walked away and my, my, my dad's kind of claim to glory is, uh, you know, why wasn't there, why isn't there one of these in Annapolis? And so that was the light bulb moment. It was something that I felt like I could pursue and open. Um, you know, operating with, in uh, and running a business in racing allowed me to, um, leverage that entity to pull out a loan, um, opened the first location in 2016. And then the, the following two, uh, came shortly thereafter. Well, for those that aren't aware, escape rooms are a, It's an interactive form of entertainment, right? And so it's a real life escape experience designed for groups of two to 10 people. Um, The best way to describe it is kind of like a real life game of Clue. And so you're coming into a room, we're giving you a story, we're giving you a starting point, and then you're interacting with all these elements within the room to ultimately either solve some sort of murder mystery or escape. And so it really kind of comes down to what the theme is. And we have 11 different themes between the, the three locations. Three locations. Wow. Okay, so Mission Escape Rooms here in Annapolis is
1: on five years now. Yep. Uh, I know you've got one up in Gambrills. Yep. That is at the Wall Chapel Town Center.
2: Okay. And how many? Now, how many rooms do you have here in Annapolis? So we have four themes here in Annapolis. Two at our Wall Chapel location, and then five multi-room experiences at our Randall Mills location. In a multi-room, you that's you're going from room to room to ultimately get out of the... Correct. So we have one theme uh, in particular, I'll reference, which is medieval crimes. Um, that one, we start groups into two different jail cells and you escape through multiple rooms and there might be some trapdoors in between.
1: Well... I mean, you said you got nowhere the first time you did this. Mm-hmm. Do most people get anywhere on these?
2: Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, this is uh, an experience that we want our customers to enjoy. And there's no fun in, in not solving much of the room. So, you know, we do have our game hosts, uh, game masters monitoring the rooms. And we'll come in and chime in, you know, where where we feel needed and uh, are always ready to answer a question over the intercom.
1: Real quick question. I mean, when I know, remember when you first opened up, I was like, oh, that sounds so cool. Mm-hmm. And I said, but. Once I do it, what's, what's, what's the allure to come back? Sure. And you, you, you answered that for me at one point, cause I've been here several times, but I mean, you do change up the rooms all the time. Yeah.
2: So we, we strive to change a theme every, let's say four to six weeks. Um, so with 11 rooms, we want to have all 11 kind of circulate and cycle about on the year. Um, my goal is to be able to offer an experience kind of at the same rate that you can experience a new movie at the theaters. Um, the three locations being within 25, 30 minutes of each other, you know, we're kind of capturing all of this uh, local market and hey I've done all four in Annapolis but I have yet to do the five in a run of mills so we're going to go do the five in a run of mills and hopefully by the time we've done those we have another one in Annapolis or another one in Crofton
1: are you finding that you're getting a lot of overflow from
2: Annapolis into Crofton into. uh, Yeah, there there is a lot of cross pollination happening between the locations. Interestingly enough, um, you know, we've always struggled to get those coming to our Crofton location to to come to Annapolis, you know, Crofton in in being, you know, my first home that I purchased was in Crofton. What I came to realize about that market is that um, those that live in Crofton like to stay in Crofton. (laughs) You know, there, there are some places in this County that
1: are very weird like that. Um, the South River Bridge, it might as well be the Berlin Wall. <laughs> uh, there was a health club that was down there that said, how can we get people to come from Annapolis to us? Mm. And I actually timed it from my house down near Bay Ridge. I could get to Edgewater and Mayo Road into the health club on a machine in less time than I could get in the front door at 24 Fitness that was open at the town center. Yep, I believe it. You know, by the time you get up the driveway, you park and you walk on the road and everything else. And, but people, they go down route Two, and it's like, Whoa, the bridge. We must turn around. We can't go there. It's, it's, it's like a different world. It's very, very bizarre. Yeah. It's very strange. What are, the, what are the future? I mean, you've got three locations here in Anne County. Are you looking to expand Mission Escape Rooms elsewhere?
2: So we are currently holding on to the three locations with the escape rooms. We are um, going to be rolling out another entertainment concept in Annapolis that is to be announced. Um, we'll have some uh, information on that pretty shortly. Oh, that's called a teaser, right? That is called a teaser. <laughs> and that's where we're going to leave. Where's where, where, where it going to be in Annapolis? It, it will be located at the Annapolis Westfield Mall. Okay. Yep. Yes. Entertainment. Um, it'll be great for all ages, all friends, and it's a timeless activity. When are we going to know about this or see this? I uh, will make sure that you know something. And uh, probably by the time this podcast is launched, we okay, will have okay. signed a lease. So. Uh, okay. So it's it's fairly imminent. It is right around the corner. And we we're hoping to be open by either end of Q4 or Q1 next year. Fantastic. I'm excited. I'm interested to hear what it is.
1: You're also involved in D.C. I mean, you're actually now living in D.C., right? Yep. Yep. And what's what
2: do you have going? So we have a development agreement. Uh, I have a development agreement to open four Kilwin stores, which I know the Annapolis folks love Kilwins. Uh, right. That is the Ice Cream Confections franchise. Um, I just opened my first one immediately outside the National Stadium main gates. Um, a second one is in lease negotiations for phase two of the wharf, and then we will be tackling Georgetown and Chinatown. So we have a goal to open four of those, um, and that'll happen over the next four to six years. And then immediately adjacent to my Kilwin store in Nats Park, I have a self-pour tap house called Tap 99. And it is a modern twist of 99 bottles of beer on the wall, um, but instead is 99 self-pour taps of beer, wine, cider, pre-mixed cocktails, seltzer, um, you know, you name it, we got it. How is that now? How has that been going? How long has that been open? That has been open for about four weeks. We're going into our fifth week of business. It has been doing extremely well. Um, we are DC's first fully self bore tap house. Um, you come in, you think of the money you save on bartenders. That is the key. <laughs> and the headache, too. Yeah. That's,
1: that's the big thing. You know, it's funny when you were talking about things move faster and everything else and, and moving base. I'm sitting there going, you know, I bet there's not a lot of committee meetings in this business. Mm-mm. you know and,
2: and it's like okay
1: and because I know when I when I sold I had several travel agencies people are saying well what do you what do you miss the most i mean there's plenty of things i miss out of the travel business but i said you know i i don't miss employees and it sounds really horrible to say but you know it, you, when everything gets bogged down and and it's a lot of pressure to be able to you know you're responsible for somebody else's livelihood yep i certainly carry that and that's what has me up at night and uh, waking up early in the mornings well i i imagine also um COVID probably put a whammy on on you because, I mean, your rooms are not, I mean, this is not a 70,000 square foot mansion that we are in with, you know, gigantic yeah, It was
2: really unfortunate um, the impact COVID had, particularly on the escape rooms. Um, we did not receive much uh, federal funding and, and support. Um, State level and federal. Uh, Unfortunately, you know, we, we pay into the admission and amusement tax, which bundles us into groups of like amusement parks, movie theaters. Um, right. live performance right. venues, stuff like that. And there was an entertainment grant that came out through the state level that was $30 million. Um, and then I believe ultimately was doubled same entertainment grant that also came on a federal uh, level. And we were ultimately denied it because we do not have a a stage. We are a ticketed event, but we do not have a stage or live performances. So we kind of fell in between the cracks with a lot of it. We did receive our two rounds of PPP. Um, but, you know, beyond that, there was not much funding available for us. And That's so it, 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 it hurt us. Um, but we made it through. And uh, things are looking bright now.
1: That's great. All right. We, we got totally off the track with your with your tap 99 though. So this is four weeks. Yes. And well, well, well received your and, and how does that concept
2: work? I mean, I just walk in there. Show my ID, make sure I'm 21. Yep. So you walk in, you uh, hand us a credit card and ID. Um, we swipe your credit card, uh, scan your ID. Um, and that syncs up to an RFID card, which is similar to like a hotel key card. And so once you have that RFID card, you can go up to the taps. There's 33 screens, three taps per screen. Um, tap into any of the, the you know um, descriptions or imagery uh, to read a deeper description on the cocktail contents or whatever it may be. And then you insert your RFID card into the reader below and that activates the tap. Uh, it's a trigger tap so as soon as you pull it it starts pouring okay there is a turbine in the line that has been calibrated um, to measure out what is dispensing and you're paying by the ounce and so what's really you know kind of tying back to escape rooms, you know I've always been about experiential activities right Um, what's great about the uh, you know the self-pour concept is you don't have to commit to a full pour and so you can sample as little or as much as you want until you find what you like and then at that point you want to fill up a class go ahead so I can,
1: I can turn around and, and sample one ounce of yep. 99 beers.
2: Correct. And then I'd probably roll out the front door. But <laughs> And, and, and you, you know what we have in place to prevent that is what's also really cool about this software is we can set beverage limits on the cards. And so... Technically, ABRA requires a bartender check-in every 32 ounces, and so there's a 32 ounce limit on the card. And so, when you hit that 32 ounces, it prompts on the screen. Even if you're in the middle of the port, it will shut off on you, and it'll say, "Please check in with a friendly staff member to reactivate your card." And we can do that from that screen right there. We can do it at the front check-in stand. It takes about 10 seconds for us to do. It's our way of assessing the customer and making sure that we're not over serving.
1: Okay, here's your million dollar idea for you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about checking in with the staff. Put them up. Put like a a, a touchscreen. Escape room on there. Yeah. The yeah, thirty-two ounces and say here, solve this solve this. Yeah, you there solve you you go. solve yeah. this, you can have your next beer. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, that's that's exciting. I mean, so chocolate yeah. is, is so different from escape rooms, which is so different from Alcohol, yep. which perhaps is or is not so different from whatever may be coming at the Westfield Annapolis
2: Mall. Yep. Is it all about diversification? and? It is. Um, you know, I think for me, when I try to identify a concept, like particularly in this top this house uh, scenario, I, I kind of look for ease of operations. I, I didn't want to find myself running a, a full service restaurant, which I still somehow ended up yeah. doing because we do have a, a, you know, an entire kitchen program, kitchen managers and, and operations managers that are overseeing the menu development. We just rolled out our brunch menu. Um, and really, it's just a matter of finding something that I have fun with. I like the challenge. I like, you know, once I get something and I got it and I find myself getting bored and I want to try something new.
1: Okay, so when you get bored, do you get rid of them, or do you just hold on to them, or I mean, hold it, on to them and
2: leverage them to open something new?
1: You know, it's it's funny because when I had my travel agencies, I was like, you know, I was it, the industry was typically a, uh, we'll say the wealthy doctor or lawyer's wife's business, mm-hmm. and then just some cheap travel and stuff like that. And I, I came in at a weird time when they were cutting commissions and everything else it was a challenging time. And I said, look, I'm in this. You know, I got a, I got three kids to support. I said, I'm here to make money. And I said, I'm out of here when I either don't believe in it, I'm not making money, or I get, you know, I'm bored with it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I held true to my word. I ended up selling it when it got to the point where I was uh, just not having fun anymore because i think that's critical to have fun I mean, it seems like it's you are
2: yeah, I and mean, you're like living the life you know and and i'm not getting bored with killwins and the in the tap house or, or anything at that point but i will tell you that you know operating both of those concepts has um proven to be so exciting day-to-day. I mean, introducing the endless products that we have to choose from, from the Kilwins side. We're making everything in-house, no different than the the Kilwins in Annapolis. We have a copper kettle that we're cooking everything in. So, you know, we just rolled out a pumpkin walnut fudge. We've tried a lemon fudge. It's it's fun being able to um, to taste those things, particularly. Uh, and on the tap house side, it's- So how's,
1: how's, how's the beer and the chocolate working out on the diet?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all put on a little bit of covid weight, haven't we? <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, we we, we try to uh, avoid. Um, you know, my girlfriend and I try to avoid the tap house and ones at all at all costs. We always kind of, uh, you know, um, at the end of the night, we're like, man, I wish we grabbed some of those chocolates, but we uh, we kind of praise ourselves for holding <laughs> off. I think I've, you know, since being operational, Killins opened up June 28th. I think I've probably had two to three scoops of ice cream from there total. There you go. So we're doing a, a decent job, but it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm checking in in a year.
1: Yeah, there you, you know, go. Those, but, you know, I'm kind of curious because, I mean, you I mean Mission Escape Rooms is not a franchise. This
2: is you. Correct. Tap 99 is you. Correct. And we do have the trademark on that, and there are the intentions to continue to grow that brand. Well, then you you are the franchise as yep.
1: opposed to a franchisee. Uh, presuming whatever goes into the mall, is that you? Correct. Why do we go with the franchise with uh, Kilmans? I mean, does, no. it, does that drive you crazy because they've got some control over it to a point as being a little bit of a control freak that you seem to be?
2: It, it, it does. There are certainly those moments where I'm like, man, I wish I could have done it this way. Um, but what Kilwins does do is they deliver exceptional product. And there is no way that you can dispute you know, the quality of the product um, and what they've learned over, what, now 70 years of operations. Is that long is that In long 1947, learned? I believe, was when they were established, yeah. Wow. Based out of Potowski, Michigan, we went up there and spent two weeks for corporate training. Um, and I really came to love uh, the the downtown Annapolis location. It was where I always wanted to go for ice cream. Um, do love all the other local Annapolis brands, but I, I came to love the ownership of the downtown location. Um, and I believe that the you know, all the. Um, the skews of products that they have in there. It's just a really solid business model. And so I decided to buy into a uh, kind of turnkey model. Um, Although day to day, you know, we're still making all of our products in-house and um, felt like DC really needed it in its market. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Well, I know that, you know, a big misnomer in town is like franchises. Oh, that's Kilmans. That's a franchise. I'd rather go to you know, Billy Bob's fudge shop or whatever yeah. it may be. And it's so wrong because again, just as you're showing, I mean, this is local ownership yeah. uh, that's, that's working and it's hiring local people and everything else. And most people don't realize that, you know, the Kilwins to have that name and
2: the brand, I mean, that's just a marketing expense for you, right? That's exactly what it is. I mean, we are no different uh, than taking I, an ad out in the local paper. I, I can see where people would look at it and, and assume that it might be a corporately owned store, but a majority of these stores are owned by people like you and I, mm-hmm. um, and we depend on it for our livelihood and it is our full time job.
1: Best Buys and the Nordstroms and the the Macy's, yes, no. those are corporately owned things. But you know, when you look at a franchise, and you just don't understand. Most people don't understand that this is. Somebody local here. I mean, uh, yes, some money goes there, but I mean, it goes. You know, that's that's your marketing expense yeah. there. That's your mark. That's how they
2: continue to roll out the new ice cream flavors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> True. What's what's on the future for Jason Cherry and uh, either Mission Escape Rooms, some unknown concept at the Annapolis
2: Mall, or. You've, well, got, you've got three more killwins we know, in D.C. I've yeah, got three more Killwins. We're already looking to expand the Tap 99 concept. Um, there's a couple other kind of cocktail-based concepts that I'm looking to bring uh, to D.C. Um, we have the entertainment coming to Annapolis. There will be every bit of three to four new businesses opening up next year. Um, I'm still very much involved in the Annapolis community. I work with Hospice of the Chesapeake, um, serve on their uh, foundation board, as well as one of their committees. Um, love and you also getting involved. start your stuff at the... Uh Fashion for uh, a cause, uh, yeah. Fashion for a fashion cause, <laughs> yeah. They uh, they're looking to bring that event back next year, which we're all hoping for. It's been You know, fingers are crossed that events are
1: starting to open up and people are doing things. When I was at a show at the Ramshead Head last night, and it's uh, it was it was it was so nice to see a semi full room. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a school night, so it was you know not not to be expected to be sold out, but uh, it's it's nice that people are starting to 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 get it to understand the disease is waning and uh, you know it appears so hopefully we're in a good place to move forward and uh certainly we've learned some
2: lessons and learned how to operate a little bit more efficiently and uh you know it has served as a blessing in disguise i mean it was challenging for a lot of individuals but um you know i i I think that from a, a business ownership standpoint that we all sharpened sharpened up as a result of this without a doubt if you weren't doing this what would you be doing from a business perspective, or just with my life, because I'll, I'll tell you, yeah, that, I, I, yeah, I, I wish, I wish, I love boating, and that's where it comes back to the Annapolis, uh, Annapolis roots. So, anytime that I can uh, sneak out of the office and go out on a boat, that's a win for me.
1: You have a boat? I do. Power or sail?
2: Power. Okay.
1: So you're one of those i am one of those <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm with you i can't stand the uh the thought of being like subject to the wind and you know, oh, just sort of uh, man
2: yeah our our cruising speed just to get out before we get on plane is passing the sailboats a lot of the times <laughs> yes. i certainly do appreciate and admire when i do see you know a a boat up on keel and and booking along pretty good but
1: it was funny this comedian we saw at ram said last night was talking about that he had grown up in, in Chestertown and saying that it was uh Uncle would take him out sailing, and he said, "Oh, this is great! I'm gonna just a relaxing day." And he's like, "Okay, get that line, get that line, pull this in, duck for the boom, duck for the jib." Yeah, uh-huh. this is not relaxing at nah, all. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's like no, just
2: put it in and 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 go for there. So you're not gonna. So you'd be boating, boating, boating is where I like to spend my time. That's about the only time I find kind of respite. <laughs> Being on the water is is what relaxes me. So well, it's it, it is very therapeutic in yes. any number of ways.
1: What would you if be you doing do business wise?
2: I am really enjoying what we're doing right now I, I honestly couldn't give you an answer that I would do anything different um i'm I'm coming to learn and love the hospitality industry. I know it's certainly very challenging um but it's you know again no different than the escape rooms It's very rewarding when you you know watch your customer interact with the software wall or you hand them that scoop of ice cream or see them escape from a room
1: well you you said you said hospitality industry I mean most people will sit there and think of uh you know bars and restaurants and maybe Performance venues, mm-hmm. uh, but you've really sort of operating on—I don't want to call it the fringe of it—but I mean, it's just a different aspect that's not very large that you don't necessarily think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and as you've mentioned several times, the word experience comes in here. And, mm-hmm. and when you come into a mission escape room, when you come into one of the smaller rooms, I mean, you're—I mean, you're, you're flipping switches, you're sliding drawers, you're moving plates, you're looking—you know—under, you know, hanging sure. things on the walls for clues. To get out, yeah. Um, when we're going into Tap Ninety Nine, uh, which I do need to get down there and check that out. Anytime. That sounds amazing. Uh, I think yeah, the Nationals still got a couple games. I think I might. Uh, they do. Might, might we be. got one
2: playing tonight,
1: but uh, no. I mean, you're, you're in there and you're you're somewhat self-serving, which is a, a unique experience. Um, I know that there was a wine bar that had a, a self-serve thing here in Annapolis at one point. I think uh, Purple Tooth, or it was up. Uh, up by the Lowe's, uh, most now the graduate hotel. Um, and you know, I, again, Kilwin's is sort of a little bit of an outlier for you. I mean, it's not really an experience. It's, it's a retail shopping thing, but it's, uh, this is impressive. I mean, I can't believe that you've done this much inside of, you know, a quarter century. What's what, where do you, where do you see yourself in another half century? When, when, where do you see yourselves when you retired? What's what's this whole empire well, going to look like? The, yeah, the, 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 and, the, for, the and provided that there is a retirement,
2: <laughs> is there? An there, a, there will <laughs> never be a retirement. Um, you know, I I, I take it kind of year year by year. Um, I like to. Kind of learn what's new and trending. self poor Concept is certainly something new and trending. Uh, the Kilwins is something that's giving me an opportunity to kind of leverage funding to be able to open this new stuff. Um, I don't know where I'm going to land up. I know that I get bored when I'm not busy. And um, me being busy has uh, done pretty well. And so, you know, can't argue with that. Yep.
1: Jason Cherry, thank you very much.
2: People, you want to go
1: to MissionEscapeRooms.com. There's an S on the end of that, and that will get you information on all three of the locations here. Correct. Uh, You want to make sure you check back in with us, because we're going to hound you about this Annapolis Mall thing going on when this comes out, so you need to figure out what's going on. That's got me very intrigued. If you're in D.C., you want to hit Tap 99 out by the National Stadium. Does that have a name besides National Stadium? Nats Park, Navy Yard, Nats Park. Okay, yeah. the Navy Yard's
2: the community, no different than Shaw's the community. But I mean, there's, there's no seven.
1: sponsorship to it. It's not like no, uh, M and It's the National Stadium. Okay, okay, and um, you know, grab some of the Kilwins. You're going to see some of them in D.C. I mean, are you? I mean, how many? Are there a number of franchises in D.C. for Kilwins?
2: So I own the rights to all the D.C. market. And so okay. we are going to be developing four stores, potentially five stores throughout D.C. Um, there are no other Kilwins in D.C. The closest is either Annapolis or Old Town La Alexandria. Huh. Yep. Well done. There you go.
1: Well played. Jason, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for
0: having me. Thanks for listening to this week's Local Business Spotlight. Please make sure to visit IonAnapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion.